Our first speaker with us today is a really amazing person doing great things right here in our own community. We are thrilled to have the founder and CEO of Power Speaks Louder organization with us today to speak on our topic of post-pandemic recovery for youth. As all of you know, our lives got flipped, turned upside down during the pandemic, and many of us have felt like we need help jumpstarting back into being productive. Many of us feel like we need some direction on where we go from here, setting new goals, and getting motivated for our futures. So here to give us some great insight on all of this is B Hunter. Please help me in welcoming B to the stage. Okay, so I need you guys to do me a big favor. Can everybody stand with me real quick? Let's just stand. All right, so I want everybody to stand. And when I say make a, a roar and a hand clap, do not make it for me. Because I'm literally here for you, and I just had a glimpse that you've made it through this pandemic, right? You've made it through what we call one of the biggest, what, setbacks that we've ever experienced. So when I say one, two, three, I want you guys to give yourselves a hand clap for making it this far, okay? One, two, three, let's go! <laughs> Y'all feel the energy? I really want to uh, do this thing with you to get us ready for battle, to get us ready for this life that we're living, okay? I know you guys are still standing, but I want you to keep standing, okay? Still standing! That is the name of my talk because even though we've faced some of the biggest challenges recently, when 2020 to now, you are still standing. Although the dynamic of your uh, education has shifted, right? From being in the classroom, engaging with your peers, um, you know, seeing your friends while you're out going to your class, that all has dissipated because you were literally behind the computer screen, am I right? Yes. And you're still standing, and you made it through that. Some of us, many of us have suffered loss. People in our family members from COVID um, have either got sick or have passed away. It's very sensitive, um, and even for me and my family, but we are still standing, right? We have to remember that we're still standing. Before I tell you anything about what you should do, what you could do, maybe an um, example from my history, I just want you to know that you're still standing. But I just want you to first know that you're still here and you actually made it through the fight. The reason why this topic of post-pandemic recovery is very dear to me is because in 2015 to 2016, I was in a pandemic before the pandemic. So look, how it started. You guys are on social media, right? You, get, you guys ever see those memes that says how it started versus how it's going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this right here is literally how it started. Well, with the exception that this room that I was sitting in was like pink and gray. It wasn't black and white at the time, but um, it looked very similar to this. And as you guys can see, you know it's a long time ago because look at my hair. You see my hair? Can y'all see my hair over there? You see it? It's short and now I got locks. So back in this time, this is where I faced the most depression, all right? So I was a shoe designer in New York City. Um, I was working with brands like Victoria's Secret, uh, Bessie Johnson, Steve Madden, and um, I even worked with Prince, you guys know, uh, Purple Rain, Purple Rain, I can't seem that good, but you know, Purple Rain, right? Yeah, so I did some, some work with Prince and things like that. It was amazing, but at one point in my life, I'm like, you know what, I don't feel full, like, what is, what is my purpose, right? And I came back to California from New York, and I found myself in this room, and this was a moment where uh, I thought I really wasn't anything. I didn't know like what was next, right? I was like back at my parents' house, kind of like not super inspired at all and really just trying to figure it out. And this is the moment where I was the most confused, okay? So look at if you can see right here, there's some post-it notes. Can you guys see that? 
These post-it notes were there where it was for me to figure out what to do next. Like, what am I going to do? Because maybe if, um, like, okay, I'm a creative person. I design shoes. I'm kind of creative. I did graphics. But uh, what, what's next? What can I do after that? And I did want to travel the world. I did, I did want to go around and, and help people. Um, I wasn't the best writer or speaker at all. In fact, my hands got sweaty, and I would make, like, a, a little stutter and it was hard for me to connect with people. So when I was designing shoes and stuff like that in New York, you know, it was like, I would never present my own designs. Like, can y'all believe that? Like, shout out to Jen Heckendorf. She was like the senior designer at Fortune Footwear, the company I worked for, and she would present my designs for me because I wasn't confident in speaking, right? So all that's going on in me, and then here I am, I'm like, all right, let me just put up these things, and maybe one day as uh, we progress with this concept I have, which is called Power Speaks Louder, you know, hmm, that's cool. Like, I can make my website, you know, Power Speaks Louder. And it actually turned into an organization. So I want to also show how it's going. And those are the post-it notes that it turned into. But I just want this to remind you that, like, every step that you take, right, it's massive. It's a really, really big step, right? It, it may start off like this, and then later it's going to start off like that. And then later you're just going to be like, run it across, you know, run across the waters. Because that one little step I took with Power Speaks Louder, it turned into so many other steps. All right? So now when I had the vision of building an organization with the mission to educate, empower, and transform lives by the power of words just to help people focus on, hey, let me change the words I speak right? So your words have so much power. And what got me out of my depression in the previous slide, you don't have to turn back there, but what got me out of my depression was the power of my words. I would speak to myself and say, B, you know, you don't have what it takes. You're whack. Like, you're not going to be anything. You know, I would say those things to myself. So I had to switch the narrative and speak positively over my life. And who knows? I didn't know any of this was in me. So they may look really, really tiny, but those are all steps. So the previous slide was all like what I wanted to do, and it was only like four of them, and then it grew into this. Is that cool? That's super cool. Shout out to Grove. Let's crap about that. Because guess what? You know, all of you guys actually have these too. You just may not track them, all right? So the moment you like started, you know, and to where you are now, there's so many different steps that's up here. And I can, if I went and tracked your life, it's probably going to be like hundreds and thousands of steps, okay? So it's called the journey wall. If you want to do it on your own, you can do that, okay? Power Speaks Louder, we serve youth, right? We have a Walk of Purpose program. Uh, we partner with Nike Factory Stores. We do some great things with them. Uh, we also do our community outreach. So we serve low-income families in Moreno Valley and in Riverside. Well, actually, they come to us because that's where we do the drive-through. And um, we just recently reached 12,000 food boxes. Shout out to that hand clap. Wow, that's crazy, guys, because guess what? We only started with 100 when we first started our drive-through, and that was in 2020. And the funny thing about this uh, pandemic that we're talking about, it was a pandemic that started this program. We were only doing youth, youth empowerment, right? Yeah, so you guys are my heart. Like, we're connecting here because, like, this is what the organization was built to do. It was to educate, empower, and transform lives by the power of words, Right? But then, here comes a pandemic that disrupted us and made us push to serving the community with food, with only 100 food boxes, and we didn't stop. 
all right? So as I talk about my story and talk about what has happened with PSL, which is only going to be at the beginning of the presentation because the rest is about you, right? But when you hear me say that, just put yourself in that position to so say, wow, they started with 100, and now it's 12,000. Not only do we do the community outreach, we do our street outreach. And even though that says the homeless, because that's more of a, a, a term that everyone knows, people without a home, right? We remember people's names out there. I'm like, hey, Constance, hey, Billy. Like, we, we're, we're serving the people, and we're going out into the trenches, going behind, you know, what, dumpsters and wherever we can find them. Even if people may not look like they are in need of a lunch or a resource, we're asking them if they're hungry anyway. And it's funny because people are like, yes, I was hungry. How did you know, right? Because when Building Power Speaks Louder, I was in a coffee shop, and I was pretty much dressed like I'm dressed right now. Y'all like my outfit, by the way? Y'all like my outfit? Okay, thank you. I was in a coffee shop looking, you know, dressed, and someone came in and asked me, was I hungry? And I said yes, because that day I only had $20 in my pocket, and I was in Los Angeles, so I can either use the $20 to eat or use that $20 to put in my gas tank to make it back to Marino Valley, right? And someone asked me, was I hungry on the right day? Because if they looked, it's like, oh, she was, she's fine. She got a MacBook. She's working on some uh, website that says Power Speaks Louder, and she's dressed. I'm not even going to bother. So that's what we do. We're asking people if they're in need with that program. There's seven divisions. I'm not going to go into all of them, but they do impact people in various ways. We have a podcast. We have a running club. Let's look at that. Have we experienced this? You guys experienced delays, difficulty, depression? Let's get real in here. I'm here to use my experience to help that impact you in your journey because it is a journey and the power of words can help us like really do some amazing things. So I've experienced delays, difficulty, depression and disruption being in my own little pandemic in that room. And in that room, I was restored and changed. I, um, in that room, I asked, I'm like, okay, what is my purpose? I was, I was praying, meditating, doing all, everything I could do just to figure out what is that thing that, that wakes me up in the morning, right? And many of us may be in pursuit of that. And hopefully after today's talk, you're going to be super fired up and ready to go. I want to set some groundwork. When we go through delays, difficulty, depression, and disruption, this pandemic disrupted us. You agree? Yes. In various ways, right? We all have different ways it disrupted our lives. It disrupted us because we had our own way of doing certain things. But I want to leave you with two things to help you filter these challenges through. The first thing is interpretation. And if we look at the definition of interpretation, it is the act of explaining, reframing, or otherwise showing your own understanding of something, right? We have to interpret. So the way we, I interpreted the pandemic, I'm like, wow, this was a great opportunity for us to do something that we've never done before. So it's really about the growth opportunity. So now that like many families are able to be served as a result of us interpreting, okay, now we, we've been disrupted, now let us translate that into doing it this way. So I want you guys to be able to interpret adversity, to interpret delays, to interpret disruption as it meaning it could be your training, it could make you uh, more creative, because look at the, like, the TikTok craze, and like, that happened when, you know, a lot of when uh, the pandemic was happening. People got on their phones. It mattered to be uh, super, let's see, refined and polished. Would you guys agree? With social media, it wasn't, it wasn't about being polished or the cameras and the production. It was about getting on your phone and saying what you wanted to say. Remember, in this presentation, like, let's think about interpretation, right? And sometimes when you interpret things, you also need to take a time to digest it. 
quick to listen, slow to speak. Take your time when things happen to you. If someone says something to you that you don't like, take your time. Don't just react, okay? When things happen to you, there's loss. Maybe you didn't get the grade that you wanted on your assignment. Maybe the homework is kind of hard. It's like, ah, you know, how do I do this? Maybe the job opportunity you thought you, you wanted to pursue is taking a lot longer. Just take the time to digest it. What does this mean? How can I use this as a growth opportunity? And I promise you, when you have that type of perspective, you have more peace, you have more joy, and you have more wisdom, okay? I want you guys to be a group that is wise because I believe you are. And listen, when I refer to you as still standing as you are, I just want you to continue to stand as we recover. After interpretation, let's also think about translation. It's an art. So when I went to Cambodia, I've been to a lot of places. And in Cambodia, they have this language called Khmer. So I went out there and I did some missions work. It was, um, it was a Hand of Hope outreach. And I went as a volunteer you know, to serve. And I'm not a nurse, but I went to take pictures because I do photography sometimes. I took pictures and I was just there doing flow of traffic, right? And I asked them, I said, how do you say um, move here? And they say, oh, it's Katmo um, Tiny. I said, what? They said Katmo Tiny. I said, okay, so let me try it. Katmo Tiny. So it's, it's move this way. And um, so then they uh, say, I said, how do you greet a person? They say, suicide. So it's suicide, if, it's in a, in this, if anybody speaks Khmer here, you can correct me. <laughs> but it's, a, it's a suicide, is to say hello. So that was a translation. So she told me it in, in Khmer, and I translated in English, right? So even though we can use that with language, we can also, it's a second definition of converting something or to be converted into another form of media, right? So for example, I don't like to see anybody discouraged. So I don't know what everyone is going through in this crowd right here, but I know you're going through something because I go through things too, right? And because I don't like that, the way I translate my dislike for discouragement, I'm a founder of an organization that empowers people. Does that make sense? Okay. So now that it's like the pandemic has happened, how can we translate that into positivity? How can we translate that to actually, I am stronger than I thought. And you guys are stronger than you think, okay? There's a podcast that we have called um, PSO Podcast, and we have an episode on there called You Are Overqualified. If you go to a job and you have too many credentials, they're like, yeah, you're overqualified. We're not going to pick you for the job because you have too much to offer us. <laughs> so you're overqualified for what scares you the most, right? So those are the two key things I want you guys to remember as we're going through this is interpretation and what? Say it again. Interpretation and what? What was the first one? What's the second one? All right, so this whole thing, we're going to go through interpretation and translation. Let's go. Next one. Five keys of recovery in the midst of adversity. We know what adversity is, right? It's the challenge. It's the stuff that, like, we don't want it to train us, but it's like, I don't want adversity. That's whack. I want to live a life of peace. And let me remind you, in this life, you're going to have to fight. I know you can go on Instagram and see people on, the, on vacation, on the beach, you know. But yes, you can do that too, but just know that in life you have to fight too, right? You fight for your peace. You fight for your joy. You have to fight to have a good day. You have to fight when you wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm going to have a great day. You have to fight yourself when you look in the mirror and say, I have what it takes and I can do this even though people said I couldn't. You have to fight for it. 
And that's why it seems so hard because you forgot it was a fight. So there's five keys. And I want to use the word stand since the topic is what? There you go. Say it again. The topic is what? Still standing, right? So let's use the, you know, I'm good on acronyms. I love acronyms, right? So let's use the word stand. Seek the meaning. So that's going back into our interpretation. I want you guys to seek the meaning when you stand, okay? So you're still standing. I want you to continue to stand. When the winds blow and the tides get high, stand, okay? What does this mean? What does it mean, the fact that um, things change to the point where I don't even know how to recover from it? So that's, that's actually making you figure out, okay, there's a different way. Let me tell you this. You probably wouldn't have thought the other ways to do a thing because you didn't have the disruption. Because sometimes comfort doesn't allow us to move at all. Because I know when I'm comfortable, I'm not going to move. Especially when I'm comfortable, like at home, I'm like, I'm not doing anything, you know? But comfortable in my craft, I probably wouldn't be speaking to you today if I had stayed comfortable and I wasn't disrupted. And someone didn't ask me to speak to 15 different schools for seven days when I wasn't capable of, of talking, right? So seek the meaning. What does this mean? Take charge, okay? I want you guys to take charge. Take the charge. Once you seek the meaning, you're like, okay, let's go for the first step. Just start. Start where you are. There's ideas that you have right now that you should start them. Start them now. Don't let anybody lie to you so you're not capable of doing it. Don't let anyone get in the way. Take charge, okay? Take charge of your peace. Take charge of your joy. If you want to be a positive person, take charge and surround yourself with positive people that's going to contribute to your journey and not distract you and make you, you know, think low of yourself, take charge. Accept the change. Let me tell you guys this, okay? Because I'm putting you, I'm trying to put you up on game. Accept change. We didn't like what, what's going on with us in the world because we're not, we're comfortable. We don't like things to change, okay? So accept that things will change. And don't think it in a negative sense because I, already, I already know some of you are thinking maybe, well, if think good things are happening, I don't want that to change. But make sure you accept change. There's one thing that is for certain, the change will happen. Things will feel uncertain. You will be out of control. But one thing that you can't control is you. You can control the way you respond. You can control how you feel. So accept the change. And once you accept it, that allows you to be willing. You, oh my God, willingness is so powerful. Like that's something that we've been talking about at Power Speaks Louder, but it, it takes you to have to accept that things change to be willing to do whatever you need to do or do whatever it takes, okay? Never quit. And let me tell you, let me give you context for never quit. I want you guys to think about never quit in the positive sense because there are things that you should quit. You should quit negative talk, negative self-talk, okay? This, ain't in the, this isn't a part of the presentation, but I think I should address this. The things you should quit is being hard on yourself. Stop being hard on yourself. You need to be gentle. We're talking about recovering from a pandemic, but we're also talking about mental health. So your mind being healthy is you being kind to yourself. And the reason why I can be more kind to people and more kind to any interactions I have is because I've learned how to be a little bit more gentle with myself. I don't always ace the test. Let me let you guys know. Like there's times I walk off the stage, I'm like, man, be, why do you do that, you know? But be kind to yourself. So yes, quit the stuff that hinders you and doesn't serve you, but don't quit the things that will propel you forward. 
all right? Never quit. Don't stop. Imagine, guys, imagine if I had quit. Imagine if I didn't do power, if I, if I didn't pursue power speaks louder and I had to jump through a lot of hurdles to get here. The fact I'm able to speak with you and engage with you and just give you all the keys I have today, I'm leaving my heart on the stage, you know, I didn't quit. And it just shows me that little young girl in that room that was sad and depressed, mom, could you raise your hand? Did I cry every day for a year? I did. And look, this ain't part of the notes. I'm not supposed to get emotional. But I literally cried every single day. And that's why I'm so passionate about talking to you guys, right? And we just got a bus donated to us. Oh, my God. Head clap for that. We got a bus. That's crazy. You know, we have a bus that was donated to us. And I would never have thought that, right? I didn't think that would happen. I was just so busy, like, walking back to my room and, like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do with my life? So never quit, okay? You'd be shocked to see the person that you become as you're kind to yourself, as you start to change the narrative and say, no, you know, I did okay today. I didn't, I didn't ace the test 100%, but, but I did make some progress. And that's one thing I do want to leave with you guys too, you know, is to track your progress, to know like, hey, I, I, made, I made some good footing today. And that's what keeps getting you, pushing you forward. We get excited over the most basic things that power speaks louder. Like in that, and I'm probably looking a mess, in that um, slide that showed all those post-it notes, like we got excited for Wi-Fi, y'all. We have Wi-Fi with our company, and we got excited. But let me tell you why, okay? Well, we used to use our neighbor's Wi-Fi. So when they didn't pay their bill, we couldn't run our business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, we want to go to their door like, excuse me, can you pay your bill so we can finish sending off this document? So when we got our own Wi-Fi, for whatever the fee it was a month, we were excited. We were like, throw a party! Like, yeah! We got Wi-Fi. So like, that's how you have to live your life. You have to be excited for every single step. Why? Because then it's going to get bigger, 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 and it's going to grow. And then you'll, your excitement never dies. I don't want you guys to get excited over the big things, but then look at the little things like, eh. No, it's when you get excited for this level, next 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 level. That's when life gets really exciting. Do it afraid, okay? That also ties into the previous one. Do it afraid. That's the last uh, slide of the D. Do it afraid. Uh, I was scared of all this. Very afraid uh, to speak in front of people. <laughs> and I didn't, even, I didn't even get a good grade on my effective speaking class, so I think I... Did I even pass? Like, I remember. <laughs> but do it afraid. So what I have is this quote. It's called chase your fears. It is a, a word, a statement that I have created because I literally went after this. Um, I went after empowering, uh, empowering youth. I went after getting out of my fear of speaking. So that can mean anything for you. Do it afraid. If you're afraid to start, just do it anyway. And I say this thing is like you just drop fear along the way. I don't want you to think that fear has to go away for you to move forward, okay? Do we think that, like, do we feel like we want the fear to leave before we do anything by a show of hands? 
it's a lot of you. And I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. So like, let me just remind you, sometimes it doesn't go away until you start. So then like when you see it, like, okay, I'm facing it. You're like, oh, it's really not as scary as I thought. So I don't get as nervous as I used to to speak because I'm more comfortable with my, in my skin and I'm more comfortable to speak to you because now I'm, I'm not here to do a good job. I'm actually here to serve. It's a difference, right? So you start to learn these things that you would never learn if you didn't start. So do it, do it afraid. Go after this thing afraid. The way we recover is to move forward. Forward is the way. Build, battle, become. Battle, build, become. I want you guys to say these three words. One, two, three. Say it louder. Say it louder. Say it again. One more time. Okay, yes. So this is the life that we have been dropped off into, right? (laughs) And I mean that in a funny way. It's like, like I said, life is a fight. And um, the battling is... I think about the delays that we spoke about in the beginning, the delays, the disruption, the depression, um, the distractions, right? We have to battle. It's it's like a fight. And I want this moment with us uh, together to be of training. I'm just reminding you, like, the stuff I'm telling you right now, it's really not new to you. I just want to remind you of these things um, because it is a battle. It's a fight. And what brought me out of that depression It was like I had to come out swinging out of my room, like, all right, fine, I'm out of here. This is who I am now. I'm Bee Hunter. But power speaks louder. Say something in adversity, you have to speak to me. You know what I'm saying? So you have to live life like that. And it allows you to really be able to enjoy the fruit of every step that you take. I started to think about life as like a game, right? Because it's so tricky, right? It's like, okay, I got to wake up. I have to prepare myself to think a certain way. I have to, like, face these obstacles and these challenges and these adversities. Um, And it reminded me, like, you know, life is kind of like a game. And when you play it like a game, then you're actually more inspired to crush it, right? Because you guys play video games, right? Some of you play video games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's go to the next slide. Let's go to the next one. All right. So, you know, how many people play Fortnite? I'm seeing hands about Fortnite. Okay. Let me, let me just tell y'all now. I don't play Fortnite, but I've had a PlayStation. I played Crash Bandicoot. I played uh, uh, Mortal Kombat. Okay. Is, is there a new one? Is there a new one of that one? Is it? Oh, for real? Okay, cool. So, you know, I may get back to, into gaming. I might just get back into because I love something about that game I enjoy. But the reason why I have Fortnite here is because I was actually inspired um, by these different game modes, right? Are we aware of these game modes over here? We are aware of this. So this is your language, right? So this language really inspired me. And the reason why I have it up, because I want us to, what was the first two words I in- introduced to you guys? It started with an I. Interpretation, yeah. And translation, good job, team. Like, so, so interpret. The way I'm interpreting this, I'm, I'm seeing that this is very similar to life, okay? Let's interpret this as, because I don't want you guys to really spend too much, I know you guys spend hours upon hours upon hours, some people that play video games, and it, hey, if you didn't play this game, if you don't play this game at all, it's okay because this is still useful for you. I don't, I don't play this game yet, okay, maybe not yet, I don't know. 
I don't play the game, but I am inspired by the concept, okay? So whether you play the game or you don't play the game, this is for you too, all right? Because we're going to walk through it real quick. All right, so I don't want you to spend hours upon hours upon hours and, and get beat up in life, okay? I don't want us to be on the game console, and then the moment we put the controller down, we go into life, and it's like, what? Why am I sad? Like, why, why do I feel insecure? Like, why? Right? So I think those hours that whether we spend on television, whether we spend on gaming, whether we spend on time on the phone with our friends, whatever you spend time doing, be it gaming or not, I want that time in us to interpret this so we can translate it and apply it to life. So there's three different game modes. Let's start with the game mode of save the world. We know about this game mode, right? All right, and real quick, just for all of us to understand. So Fortnite, the goal of the game is to be the last person standing, right? Is that true? But that's the part I like about it. So it's the goal of the game is to be the last person standing, which makes sense with still standing. All right, so save the world, according to Fortnite, um, is it allows you and up to four other friends to team up and fight back against a horde of enemies, which I call AKA adversity, okay? As you attempt to build your base and outlast the oncoming storm. And it's funny because this game mode is interesting to me. It talks about you can do it with friends, right? Right? It's a collaboration. It also reminds me of like choose your circle wisely. Be mindful who you're going to battle with in this life, okay? Be mindful of those people. You want to surround yourself by positivity, not negativity, right? Because that's your tribe. Your tribe is going to help you fight this thing called life. They're going to encourage you to do the right thing. They're going to, like, peer pressure you to do what's best, not what's worse for you, right? So with saving the world, um, this game mode, I think it also prepares for the uh, to outlast the oncoming storm. Isn't life like a storm? Like, aren't we facing, like, tornadoes, blizzards, like, you know, all these different types of things that, that really catch us by surprise? So in Power Speaks Louder, we have some keys that kind of pair up with this, which is really interesting. I'm thinking of Save the World very similar to our preparation, okay? So let's read this together. Preparation. I believe you all have a vital purpose, and I'm really big on purpose. Like, I am all about purpose, the reason for being, the reason for doing. You all have a vital purpose. Your purpose requires a process. Every challenge, obstacle, and opposition is designed to prepare you for your purpose, you know, which is the functioning intention of your existence. Now, I know there's things that happen to us, certain things that we cannot explain. There's many different challenges and obstacles that actually will prepare you for the fight. Battle Royale. So the battle is about building, right? It's about you can build in Battle Royale, right? So this mode, re, uh, let's see, receives an update every week, which is funny because it reminds me of life. Life is always changing. Each week is one thing. Next week is another thing. It's like, wait a minute, I just got through the last battle. Now it's new, right? <laughs> so bringing with it new locations, gameplay, tweaks, and weapons. This mode of combat is a challenge to be the last one standing when I say weapons, I do not mean the weapons that you think I mean. I am not talking about violence. I do not condone violence. When I speak about weapons and performance, I'm speaking about your gift. Your gift is your weapon that conquers fear and doubt. 
Your weapon is not only your passion for the things that you enjoy doing the most, but the things that you dislike to see in the world. If you ever hear someone say, do what you're passionate about. I said, yeah, that's a great idea. You should do what you're passionate about, but guess what? You should do one other thing. You should also consider the thing that you dislike to see in the world, the thing that you kind of like despise, right? Because I despise, again, discouragement. You may despise seeing people sick and you get into healthcare. You may despise injustices. You may despise many different things. You're like, you know what, I wanna go, I wanna be an advocate for this because I just can't stand to see it happening in the world. When we talk about weapons, that's your gift. You can slay giants with your weapons. Weapons of communication, weapons of creativity, weapons of all kinds of sort of gifts. And your gifts will always make room for you. Next slide. All right, creative, that's the creative part. Who likes this mode? Yeah, y'all like this mode? All right, one thing I've learned about this creative mode is really cool, is that it's like a training ground. Like you can build things, um, let's read it. It's like a sandbox. So you can turn your vision into reality and see just how far your skills and your imagination can take you. That's cool. Doesn't this make so much sense with life? So I really want, as we're, if you're a Fortnite gamer, if you're not I'm, not, I'm not paid by Fortnite. I'm not up here like as a Fortnite advocate. I'm very clear about that. But I do want us to think about, you know, saving the world, being world changers, right? You can save the world with touching one person. You really can. Because that one person is going to tell another person to tell another person. And it's going to create this whole tree in this ecosystem of change, saving the world, battle royale. You're building, you're creating, you're being amongst your peers to, to go after a common goal, right? Make unique islands and games to share with friends. Fortnite Creative is also a porter of your own training room. This is where you're to be trained, okay? It's where you're to be trained. So when you start to think about adversity, I want to teach about that. Like, I don't want to teach about when things are going good. I want, you, I want to prepare you guys to know when things get tough, to press in. Press in on it because it's going to produce a you that you've never seen before. This, this type of me, i never seen this. I was crying, like I said, for a whole year. I didn't know I was going to be empowered and helping other people find their empowerment and walk in their purpose. I was just too busy, you know, wallowing in mine. So also help your, your fellow peers, too. It's all about service. And the more you can help other people, you get healed in the process, okay? I thought my cup had to be... Uh, full for me to serve, and it was the reverse. I was very empty, but it took me helping other people and serving people that made me feel full. It seems kind of weird. It's like, how do you do that from a place of emptiness? But no, you helping people actually empowers you. Practice. As we're in the creative mode, it's helping us with practice, like I said. But what does PSL say about it? Your greatness is revealed by practice. I have this statement that says, your life is a solution to a problem in our lives. We are depending on you. They're depending on you. They may not know it, but your audience is depending on you, depending on you, 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 you. We're depending on you to be the best you, as your greatness has always been within you prior to our experience of it, meaning we didn't know, <laughs> but it's already in you before we experience it, okay? You carry a unique gift to push the world forward on the save the world mode. Do not allow fear to steal your focus. Chase your fears, live responsibly, believe, and laugh in the process. That's something that 
sticks out to me with this. You could be encouraging me, okay? You got giftings in you that none of us have fully seen the fullness of, right? And I know that. So you guys are like kings and queens to me. I'm just happy I'm in the room with you, okay? All right, let me finish reading this. So the practice with purpose is to deliberately sharpen and redefine what it takes to become exceptional in your craft. And as we're on the creative mode, let's allow this to help us grow growth opportunities from interpreting life's challenges to translating it to things that will really serve not only us, but the people who we engage with. Still standing. We are still, still standing. You've been on a journey that uh, other people may not know. You guys are battling with things that people don't know you're dealing with. This is easy to do sometimes, like this. But sometimes people can't really see what's going on in here or in here, right? And I know that because I've been through the same thing. And I just hopefully my journey and my story has encouraged you to keep moving forward and to still stand, okay? And I also want you to keep in mind with still standing, if you remember this topic, for you to stand still. Stand still when things get shaky. Allow your footing to be solid. Solid, secure, stable, and steadfast is something that I've always wanted to be because the winds blow and the rain falls and I never wanted to live life like this. Is anybody tired of living life so up and down? So emotional intelligence, EQ, is different than IQ, okay? Like EQ, your emotional intelligence is about your emotions. How are you dealing with the trials, you know? And I think when your footing is more solid, as we're getting there, as we stay still standing and we're still in the, in the storm, we can navigate this. I want to say that so that way life or people don't distract you from having peace. That's all. And that's how we're able to recover. We can come out of any challenge by taking care of this up here, thinking about what we're thinking about. What are we doing when we wake up in the morning? Okay, are we looking at our phones or are we like taking a moment for the calm? I take a moment for the calm in the morning. I think you should too, okay? It helps you regain your peace. It helps you to be able to say, what are my intentions for the day? And I can go at it, you know, aware that things might try to distract me, but I'm okay. Uh, when I designed uh, Creative Power Speaks Louder, I uh, designed this booklet. You know, it's funny. I brought something with me real quick. Let me show you guys something. I brought this. This is the very first brochure I ever designed. It says identity on it. And I was asked to speak to kids, and I didn't know what to say, but something in me told, told myself, I'm like, B, won't you give the kids something? Won't you give them something to hold? And I created this brochure. It has a bunch of cool words in it. So that turned into that, and it turned into like this little cute brochure here, right? So the beginning of this journey started with a brochure when I didn't feel capable to talk to kids. And, you know, I put my own words in here to empower them. And this has a, a fingerprint on it, as you can see. Can you guys see that? It's not in the presentation because it's super authentic. This is like my little first brochure. So I kind of want to do the, the same thing for you. And I have something with me today that I want to give every single person today that came. And it's, it's my work. It's something that I would love for you to take a look at because if you read it, it's from a person who didn't think they were capable. But 
it's from the history of everything that has happened, everything I believe that can set you up for greatness, all right? So today, everybody in this room will receive a Power Speaks Louder activity booklet. All right, give yourself a hand clap. Yeah, everybody will receive one. And it's super cool because it's interactive and it covers these topics here, which is identity, words, belief, vision, and action. My goal to give you this booklet is for you to take it home, read through it, digest it, because I know moments like this that we have together with each other, sometimes it can die out if you have nothing to hold. And I want you to have this to hold. I want you to have power speaks loud as words to hold, because life is tough. It gets tough out here, right? So cling to this, take one, pass it along. We also have a survey with it. We have an app as well. So if you guys go on Power Speaks Louder on uh, your Apple device or Android, we do have an app. For starting the program, do you think it was like because of your depression or just like the year that you cried over and over again? Was it because of that, like emotional problems or was it like a spark you had? There it is. Yep, it was a spark. It was a spark, because I, I believe this is probably, like reverse engineering, I probably was meant to do this, right? Yeah. I just was unaware of it. So that was the thing, I was unaware while I was depressed. So that was, it was a spark, because I knew it was something wrong. So I think it was just an indicator, like, okay, I'm being hard on myself, uh, what is next? And it allowed me to press in, in that area, and then that's when I started to get the help I needed to move forward. Yeah. And then, uh, one more thing. Like, with that spark, do you think it was, like, motivation or determination that, like, led you to, like, create the big program that you have? Or? Yeah, it was definitely motivation and determination. But at first, I didn't feel motivated. Yeah, and I think that's what can meet people where they're at because sometimes you're not always motivated to do the right thing, but it's the willingness. So the, remember the word willingness, okay? Yeah, so willingness, you don't always have to be motivated to do it, but if you're willing to do it, you can be empowered to move forward. So just be willing. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. You're welcome. How do you feel about the fact that you accomplished no. something that a couple of years ago you couldn't even like imagine, like speaking out loud in front of public and all that? Are you saying, like, how do I feel the fact that I'm able to do this from yes. the pandemic? Yes, because that uh, before when you used to design, um, you said that you were really shy and you didn't find yeah. yourself capable of. Yeah, it, it feels great. But um, it has its own challenges that comes with it because there's levels to levels, right? So first, it's the, it's the first step of like, all right, I did it. Like, I did my first talk. But then now I have to prepare to speak to 250 kids versus 10, you know? So it, it really puts you in a position to be vulnerable a lot of times. So you have to kind of get out of your own way. But overall, I feel fulfilled. So I no longer feel empty like I used to in the design world. Okay, thank yeah. you. Yeah, no problem, you're welcome. Yes, I got some questions over here. Okay, so yeah, sure. I like the sticky note idea. Like, I know that's really effective, but my question is, how do you turn that into action? Which part? Like, um, go, going from sticky notes and then going to doing physical stuff and like yeah. trying to translate into like something real. Yeah, how do you translate it like, to... Like, how do you, like, what's that step look like? It was empowerment, really, because I was like empowered to do it, something about it, because it was like, all right, now that I'm out of, I'm not, not fully out of depression, but it was like an awareness that it was possible. So I think the step is the belief. 
is to believe you can actually do it and then just try. And then when you try, you make footing and then you make progress, right? So it's the belief, try, oh shoot, I made some progress. I believe I can do it again. I'm gonna try it again. And now I, I'm seeing that something's moving. Does that help? Yeah. Okay. Hi, my name hey. is Gabriella Soto. Hey, Gabriella. I was just wondering, may I take a photo of you? Of course, let's go. I was just thinking individual. That's fine. That's, okay. Thank you. Three. <laughs> Got it? Thank you. <laughs> uh, it's not more of a question. It's more of a, like, you're really inspirational. I, I took a bunch of notes. I just want to say thank you for doing what you're doing. Uh, yeah. you, you made me tear up a little. It, it's really good what you're doing. I, I don't know, it made me um, the, just change my view about life and everything. Wow. Thank you a lot. It's, it's beautiful. What you are doing. so welcome, and that means so much to me. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Thank you. And you mean a lot to me, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. And always do that. Like, always open your mouth, because when you're able to give a person a compliment, it really activates something in them that helps human connection. So don't ever lose that, OK? So good, thank you. I think it's super cool that you have those uh, sticky notes up on top. And I, I uh, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, it was like there were a bunch of tiny different purposes or end goals, right? I think uh, especially, I think this question is important to me because I'm, I'm graduating, you know, I'm, I'm going out to, I'm gonna live in the real world. Uh, do you think life is uh, going through the motion of those tiny goals, those tiny little purposes? Or do you think it's, there, there's one overlapping greater purpose that one must, uh, you know, work towards. I got you, it's number two. Number two? I think it's a great purpose for everybody and I think we're all interconnected. And I think your purpose is tied to other people's purposes. So that's why you being willing to do what you think is the right thing to do is it unlocks other people's ability to do what they're called to do. So like for me, because I started Power Speaks Louder, we have people on our team saying, listen, you, this organization has literally stretched me to become a better writer, become a better speaker. So had I not started, that person may not have the opportunity to do that. So I do think it unlocks, we're, we're really connected with each other. And um, I don't think you just go with emotions. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. I think everything is very uh, strategic. Yes. Is it cool if I take a picture with you? Yes, of course. I'll come down here. No worries. It's okay. That's, yeah. Is it a good shot right here? Let's get in light. Come on, come on, come on. All right. My time's almost up. I love it. Yeah, I was going to flash. I'm, I'm brown, I'm brown skinned, y'all. Y'all may have to have a flash on me, okay? All right. That's so cool. What's your name? Cristo. What is it? Cristo. Cri no, so give me the right name. Cristo. Cristo. I got it. See, so you thought I didn't have it. Cristo. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I guess I can hop back up here and close out. So again, guys, um, I think I've come to a close. Let me try. Oh. <laughs> I love you guys so much. So remember to keep standing and stand still in the midst of adversity. This is my very first brochure. I'll give it to anybody who wants it. This is a... Uh, this is a brochure version. All right, I'm going to throw it out. Ah! <laughs> give it to someone who wanted it. If you don't want it, give it to someone who wanted it. Unless you want it. Here, I got you here. You can take that one. Oh, thank you. That's the refined one, okay? I actually wanted one. Thank you. All right. All right, love you guys so much. Thank you.
Wow, that was so amazing. Thank you so much, Bee Hunter, for that inspiring and very motivating presentation. Let's give Bee another big round of applause.